Closing her eyes, she stood gazing out over the waves, breathing in the tangy salty air. Standing at the top of the sandy path, she could see a shimmer of heat rippling over the sand and knew that the walk down to the water's edge was going to burn her soft bare feet. A flash of color to her left caught her eye. It was a dragonfly, a sparkling teal green dragonfly. Smiling, she watched as it rested on one of the fence posts momentarily before darting off on its travels. As quickly as she could, she crossed the soft Sahara hot sand, breathing a sigh of relief when her toes touched the harder packed damp sand closer to the water's edge. Pausing for a moment, she recalled her first visit to Rehoboth Beach and smiled. It had been the blistering hot summer of 1980 amid an at the time record-breaking heat wave. A clear memory of arriving at their rental house for the week was of a nearby sign declaring that it was 98F and 6.30 at night. Hot, damn hot. When her uncle had opened the side door of his VW bus, the heat had hit them all like a blast from an oven. Their rental had been a stunning wooden house on the outskirts of town somewhere between Rehoboth and Dewey Beach. Its exact location long since lost to the memories of days gone by. Nights in that house had been hot as hell, no AC and beds as hard as boards. There hadn't been much sleep on that trip for anyone. Days, however, had been idyllic and were the days that had started her lifelong love affair with Rehoboth Beach. At only 10 years old, she had loved the freedom of the beach and the ocean. Hours and days passed by building sandcastles, digging holes in the sand, gathering seashells and playing in the waves. Her pale white Scottish skin had swiftly taken on a healthy golden glow. The family's picnic lunches had been supplemented by Thrasher's French fries, carried so carefully back from the boardwalk. Afternoon slipped by as she explored the beach, taking care not to stray too far from the family's beach towel and umbrella oasis. Even back then she had enjoyed people watching as she wove her way between the other families, noting the different scents of their suntan lotion and the different sand toys their kids played with. She had looked on enviously at the older kids playing in the waves on their boogie boards. Inwardly, she was desperate to join them but she couldn't swim. Instead she had to settle for an ice cream from Coors before they headed home for dinner and a much-needed shower. Evenings meant a return trip into town to stroll along the boardwalk. After the daily scramble among them to round up enough quarters to feed the parking meter, she would finally be allowed to explore the shops on Rehoboth Avenue and along the boardwalk. Her favorites had always been the t-shirt stores where they printed whatever you wanted onto a shirt. They were shops that were a magical Aladdin's cave to her ten-year-old self. The colored hermit crabs in cages had fascinated her. Her meager allowance was spent on pens and a snow globe with a dolphin inside. One store, a shop on Rehoboth Avenue, caught her eye every night. It was a small jewelry store. Her attention had been captured by a tray of silver rings. There was one in particular that she had her eye on. It was smaller than the rest and was a delicate heart-shaped half-onyx, half-mother-of-pearl. Nightly, she had begged her mother to buy the ring, pleading and promising that if she could borrow the money to pay for it, she would pay every cent back when they got home. On their final night in town, after a farewell pizza dinner at Grotto's, her mother caved in and, and took her back to the jewelry store. The window had been rearranged and she recalled panicking when she couldn't initially spot the ring. However, her mother spied it on display on the opposite side of the window before suggesting they enter the shop to try it on. The ring was a perfect fit for her middle finger. The perfect memento of the town that had captured her child's heart. Time and circumstance meant that 34 years passed before she was able to return to Rehoboth Beach. Over the years she had written essay after essay in school based of a now seemingly mythical beach. She'd drawn numerous pictures of beaches with dolphins playing in the waves. 
She'd almost driven her mother insane asking when they would go back to America. As she'd grown from child to teenager to woman to a wife and mother, she'd still dreamed of returning to the beach someday. When that day finally came in 2004, the weather was a far cry from the blistering heatwave she remembered. A thunderstorm had blown in and the rain was lashing down as they'd run from her cousin's beat-up truck into Hooters for lunch. He had declared it was most definitely not a day for the beach. Not one to be thwarted, she'd stated plainly that she'd waited 24 years to walk on that sandy beach and a little rain wasn't going to stop her. She'd also reminded him of the Scottish blood that flowed in her veins and of the fact that a little rain never deterred a Scot. He'd surrendered, knowing it was pointless to argue with her. In the end, accompanied by her own two small children, she hadn't stayed long on the beach, just long enough to run on the sand and paddle in the ocean. As the storm closed in again, she'd been granted a few brief moments to walk the boardwalk and relive her treasured childhood memories. To escape the mid-afternoon deluge, they'd sought sanctuary in Funland and wild away the storm watching her young son and daughter play. As ever though, the quarters ran out and the meter ticked down until her precious Rehoboth time ran out. Over the next few years, she'd returned annually with her children, savoring the moments on the sand and in the ocean. Making memories with her children was beyond precious. Every memory was filed away, stored carefully in her memory bank to be drawn out on cold miserable Scottish winter's days. Her heart had swelled as her own children developed the same bonds that she felt with this tiny town some 3,000 miles from home. Now though, as she stood on the cool wet sand watching the waves, things were different. Her children were grown up and living their own lives. She'd finally seen her own literary dreams come true. Writing all those stories of the beach had finally paid off. Reaching into her pocket, she wrapped her fingers round the bunch of keys that she'd just collected from the realtor and smiled. She brought them out and stood looking at them lying in the palm of her hand. The keys to her new beachfront apartment, the keys to her new dream home. With a smile, she gazed at the ring on her pinky, its band worn thin with time. She still wore the small onyx and mother-of-pearl heart-shaped ring from all those years before. Finally, in her heart, she knew she was home.